0: Welcome to Maiden's Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self-love advocate from New Zealand. Each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out, now let's get into it. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Maiden Speech. This week, I am so excited to be bringing Libby Wallace to you. Now, Libby is a wealth and leadership coach, public speaker, co-founder of the Self Wealth Project and host of the Self Wealth podcast. She is lighting up the world. I love this girl so much. Her big goal is to empower 1 million people to create positive, sustainable changes in their lives, families, businesses and communities by the year 2030. I don't think I have met anyone who has outwardly spoken about their big goals like this. I feel like so many of us have these goals and we sort of, we sit at home, we imagine what it would be like to stand on the stage and, and that sort of thing. But this girl is going for it. And I personally have been working with her for a few months now and she has totally, totally transformed myself in terms of my relationship to myself. So I've been on this, the self-development journey for, for quite a few years now. But Libby has helped me to tap into things to heal and to learn to truly respect, love and value myself in ways that I've never been able to get to before. And this is what I wanted to bring her on to to talk with us about. Love, self-love and not in a fluffy way, not in a bubble baths way, in a powerful, grounded, making stuff happen way. So it is my absolute pleasure to bring you Libby.
1: Hello, Miss Libby. Hi <laughs> How are you going? I am so awesome. Thanks so much for having me and for your beautiful introduction.
0: Oh man, thank you so much for being here. This is a, a conversation I've wanted to record for so long. And I was just waiting for the I was waiting for the perfect person though. And that absolutely without a shadow of a doubt is you because oh. you are the you are the queen of self-worth and self-love in terms of actioning it in your own life and so for a start I'd just like to thank you for being such a strong role model for me and for so many other
1: people oh my god <laughs> thank you so much what beautiful words that's yeah, um, the tissues
0: ready they'll be I know
1: that what the that just absolutely just touched my heart and yeah it's not my intention to do it for other people but well now it is but yeah it didn't always start that way so thank you so much and it's yeah
0: you really impacted me in a way I've never even told you about yet, which I will now. Oh, Um, yay! But but really early on, like probably six weeks ago or so I saw you'd written this post on Facebook and you'd written, it was this really vulnerable share about, you know, things that had come up for you. And you talked about how, when you were like reassuring yourself, you had reminded yourself that you're a really good coach. Mm. And what was funny was that I read that and I was like shocked. I was like, Wow, that you would say that. this is this is how far I've come in such a short time. I was mm. like, oh my gosh, you would just say that to people in front of people. And then I was like, well Monica, you better check yourself. Because I was like, yes, that's a hundred percent it. And it's so it brought up so much in me that I had to heal with myself just from that. So thank you, mm. like for everything that you do, even those mm. posts on Facebook that totally help people to yeah to challenge and confront their own blocks and their own issues it's amazing
1: wow what, it what did i'd love to hear what it brought up for you like hearing someone like do you mean like when someone says what they know what they're good at or yes yes 100 yeah.
0: percent. like why and it, the fact that it shocked me so much to hear it because it goes so against our culture mm. you know we were like play small hide don't celebrate yourself, yeah. don't, um, yeah, you know, you're up to yourself if you actually value yourself. Yeah. And I was like, this is s- like just shining such a spotlight on the actual problem, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was like, right, I need to change this. And so it's been a conscious decision ever since.
1: <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. I, see, it's so funny because whenever I write anything, I literally just like, you know, write from my heart, like write whatever I feel like it needs to be said from my heart. And it always like gets heard by the right person, you know, like the, you know, the universe kind of aligns that I literally wrote that so that you could have that impact and realize that it's okay to say, this is actually an area that I'm very good at. Like I, it's not an, an arrogance thing. It's just, I know my strengths inside out and I know my weaknesses that I can, I call them opportunities, not weaknesses. It's just like (laughs) rights into leadership. The more we know what we're really good at, and like hone in on that, and become even better at it, and then also, you know, create awareness of the areas of opportunity that we're able to work on. We're actually able to say, "I'm really good at this. I'm backing myself one hundred percent in this." And here's an area that I'm still working on, <laughs> like an opportunity to yeah. where I can become even better at what I'm here to do. So totally. yeah, I that it could totally, help. yeah,
0: yeah, it, it does. And I guess by coming out and saying that. You then give others permission to do the same,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, cool. okay. So that, oh, rising is, yeah, <laughs> I could talk about this all day. How long have we got? <laughs> this
0: is how we have a whole day. <laughs> so, I think one of the most captivating things about you, from my perspective, certainly, is how you've everything that you coach and everything that you teach comes from your own experience. Mm-hmm. And what I actually wrote down, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was, The journey to self-love from self-loathe, because I feel like for so many people, like we, and I know you and I agree in this fluffy term and that we're so against it, because Mm. it's like self-love, I mean, it's an overused term now anyway, Mm. and often it's, it's attributed to things like, you know, bubble baths and shopping and whatever. Mm. But for people that are actually, you know, can't even look in a mirror Mm. or, you know, can't even say anything nice to themselves or anything like that. The thought of loving yourself must Mm -hmm. seem so unattainable. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm.
0: how do you even, like, how do you even begin with that?
1: Oh my gosh, it's been such a journey. And like, like I've been, like I've been there. I remember just like looking at in the mirror and picking myself to pieces. And, you know, I'd like look at you know I'd be out with friends and I'd just be constantly comparing myself or I'd be um just like a, a background on I guess where like where I currently am and where i where I was like I was using everything I possibly could to try and make myself feel happy, but I never noticed it because I was always so positive and so happy, but in a fake way like I would use alcohol I would use drugs I would use men I would use clothes and shopping and anything I possibly could to try and make me feel good about myself but on the surface I looked happy I appeared happy I appeared you know positive but to get to a place of oh my gosh this is such a massive question like where do I, where do I even begin? I'm just you know, giving a, a massive insight into like my whole life of always being known. as like really positive and really vibrant and fun to be around. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is that when we're thinking about self-love and happiness and joy and living a really amazing life, it's, it's so much deeper than the outside, than the external, than the you know, then the bubble baths and the shopping and yeah, it's going from a place where I couldn't even eat a meal and enjoy it because I was just so focused on, on hate, self-loathing. Like what was it going to do to my body? I would be, I would become fat. Like I was comparing myself to my friends. I was comparing myself to so many people around me. And that very thing of comparison is such a detrimental thing in society and especially like from my own experience and when I shifted into realizing that in order for me to create the happiness and love myself it wasn't even intentional like when I started my my personal development or my self-love journey I feel like I've actually always been intrigued in personal development so more around my self-love journey when I gave up drinking three and a half years ago Um, that was when I really delved into what, who I am as a person. And it was only then that I realized that I didn't like myself. I didn't know that I didn't like myself before that moment. And when I realized that it was time to stop looking to everyone else, to everything else and start looking at where I was happy and where I wasn't happy and what I loved about myself and what I didn't love about myself and really started to take that ownership that's when everything shifted it was like the responsibility of myself and of my happiness and I kind of I didn't even realize I was on a self-love journey until like hindsight like it was hindsight that showed me like oh this is a self-love journey okay cool got it that's like in a really really basic nutshell is that <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> it's, it's
0: a so huge good. question it's a yeah. huge question massive yeah, yeah. It's massive and I, I feel like that's that's such an important point though. Is that the the quickest way to actually start loving yourself is by f- like remembering that we have the power within us all already. Mm. Like it's not actually about what other people think and and the society, you know, and all of our norms and our values and stuff, it's like, it's actually what we think about ourselves, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's like, we're so disconnected from that all the time, and we, yeah. like, exactly, like, all the things that you use to mask stuff before, yeah. like, we do it with cell phones, I reckon it's probably the biggest one now, yeah, like, we can't yeah. even just be still with ourselves, yeah. so it's like, so how do we even know who we are, if mm-hmm. we can't just be alone with ourselves for 10 minutes,
1: yeah, yeah. And it's, it's funny that like, it's, I love that you've brought that up because it's such a massive thing. And before I like for, for me, the pivotal moment of realizing that I needed to figure out who I was for You know to create a life that I knew I was capable of living like everything inside me knew I knew that I wasn't meant to be unhappy. I knew that I wasn't meant to be Hating on my body. I knew that I wasn't meant to be doing all of these things I just didn't know how not to and so before like before the pivotal moment of you know Waking up in hospital and like making the decision to no longer drink and you know better myself I'd spent four months backpacking in southeast asia and during that trip Oh my god! It was such an amazing trip. I was with my best friend, and we yeah, we just had time that we could both spend together doing the same thing at the same time, which is sort of unheard of. <laughs> like, really, really cool. So during that time, though, we were we cycled the coast of Vietnam on bicycles, and we would cycle like up to a hundred. I think our biggest day was 120 kilometers. And during that time, like it's a long time on a bike. I don't know if you've ever been on a bike that long. <laughs> just like...
0: I reckon my bum would be dead within about five
1: minutes. <laughs> oh my God. It was so, it was so much fun. It was so amazing. But the thing I wasn't expecting, I just, we were like, let's buy bikes and cycle Vietnam. That'll be fun. And it was amazing. <laughs> but what I wasn't accounting for was the amount of alone time that I had in my mind and Mm -hmm. for someone who didn't know how to be by themselves didn't know who they were didn't know how to even socialize without drinking because that's all they'd ever done mind you like when I was working like I was very successful in my career because I was always you know bubbling on the surface but when I was alone and that's the always the the key to knowing what we actually think about ourselves and how happy we actually are is what happens in our mind when we are alone Mm. and when i was on the bike so we did a month of cycling and every t- every day there was a cycling day i would be on the bike for you know up to 10 hours sometimes and that was where i really started to learn that oh my gosh i i i don't know who i am like i was going through this debate of you know, okay, alcohol's not serving me. I'm spending so much time worrying about what I look like. I'm spending so much time worrying about judgment and, you know, what other people think of me. And, but it was also a time where I learned the art of gratitude, like more than any other time in my life. During that trip, I'd lost my cell phone. I had my, and my friend had lost her cell phone as well. They got stolen. (laughs) And yeah. so we literally, we were going to like the internet cafes to talk to our partners who were back home. But during that time, no cell phone, spending up to 10 hours a day alone in your mind. Mind you, we're on a bike, so we're looking at the pretty scenery. But that, that awareness of how important gratitude was for allowing me to get out of my mind in the, the places that it was going, which was not pretty and it was not nice, sitting in the awareness of like, gratitude and looking at the beauty around that honestly I, I really feel like that was the pivotal moment before the the next pivotal moment. So mm. I can't even remember so what it was
0: like a setup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happen a lot in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it is such a huge thing. Like and I've been thinking about it so much, especially in terms you know, of photographing a woman Yeah. Is, is how far from that we've come. Like literally every single person that comes in the door is just filled with like every, every negative thought about themselves and so much that they articulate it to me. I'm like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Why do you need to do that? That's not mm-hmm. what I see, you know? But mm-hmm. it's like we're, as a culture, we're so conditioned. Yeah. I'm like, how do we break out of this? How do we actually start a new trend? Yeah. And I mean, what, you've already started it. Be an example, be an example of what it looks like to actually speak to yourself with respect because we all deserve it. But it's Mm. like, and I love what you said before about comparison, because I think, Mm. honestly, I always end up talking about social media, but Mm. it's like, it's such an amazing, it could be such an amazing tool, you know?
1: It is when when it's used, right? Yeah. Yeah. When it's used properly, it's got a beautiful, like beautiful things that come with it. When yes. yeah, when you know how to use it properly or when you allow it to be used for the positive and for the higher good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just like this conversation, for example, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm chatting to someone on Bali. That's yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah, blows my exactly. mind. Well, totally. But yeah. more often than not, it seems like it's the exact opposite and that we're all just basically telling lies online. Yeah. <laughs> like and so we yeah. all think that everyone else's life is better and And then, and I feel like we all get caught up in the checklist as well of, oh, well, I'm this age, so I should have this by now, and I should be doing this, and it should be like this, and everyone else has got babies, therefore I should have a baby by now, and Mm. da-da-da-da. And it's like, hang on. Mm -hmm. We're not actually connecting to what's true for us,
1: though. Yeah. Yeah. Surely
0: that's that's the definition of self-love, is actually connecting into what is true for you.
1: Yeah, that inner guidance and that inner wisdom that we all have. And all of our journeys are so different. And, like, I remember when I was um, at uni and I'd come home and stay with my family over summer holidays, my mum had on the fridge, like, this thing that it's always stuck with me. And it said, she had just written it by hand, and it said, comparison kills contentment.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Like, how how true, like, that could not be more true. And that really, like, having that awareness of everything that we're doing, we're to- like, we are human, We our brains pick up on things of similarity, so whether we're looking at someone, and we are, like, jealous of them, or we are judging them, it's always because it's got something to do with what's in our possibility for us, like, it- our-, our brains are trained to pick up on, you know, like, you'll always notice someone, or notice something that's on your mind like there's the part of your brain called the reticular activating system it's trained like it's its primary role is to pick up on things that are relevant to what's happening in yourself and in your mind and in your brain and in your life so but so often and i think that the real shift from going from like you know a life of comparison and looking at What everyone else is doing and judging others or feeling judged or, you know, feeling jealous, which in itself, I feel like we could have a whole conversation on that. It's really addressing things that are going on within us. So when we can look at others and go, you know, especially like when it comes to jealousy or judgment going, okay, well, if I'm seeing that in them, it means that it's either saying something about myself or it's within my potential.
0: Yeah, that makes so much sense. The judgment one is horrible. I remember a friend of mine saying to me, you know, when you point the finger, it's like one, one finger pointing at them, three pointing back. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So, like, it's so easy to see that in other people. But then this is something actually that you've taught me as well, that whenever I have that reaction of like, oh, of like being really annoyed about something, mm-hmm. if I actually am honest with myself, it's because that's something that I do as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, oh,
1: okay. no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it, honestly, it's like when you can, and especially like, if, like for anyone listening who's in a relationship or when you can come to arguments or like disagreements and go, what is my part to play? Like, how have I contributed to this? And that shifts everything. Like <laughs> when you can go, okay, all right, I, I'm getting annoyed at you for that, but actually what have I contributed here? What, what is this actually saying about me? Like it, when we can take responsibility for how we truly feel and stop blaming others, and like really look within and go, okay, what's this saying about me? Then, oh my God, everything shifts. Everything shifts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <true>. uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's just break it down into something smaller. So in terms of practical things around self-love, mm. like, I'm just thinking I just wanna make it like baby steps for people who, like I was saying before, you know, for the for them this is a huge concept. So, like, okay, yes, we can change the way that we speak to ourselves. That's a huge one to start with, Mm -hmm. obviously, because we're in our heads all day and we Mm -hmm. treat each other treat ourselves like our worst enemies often or not even as bad as that. But like in terms of practical day to day self love, what are some things that you do in your life to build yourself up on the daily
1: Mm, awesome question so this is like oh my god <laughs> something that yeah, like literally, yeah. <laughs> it's literally changed my life by implementing these things so for anyone listening who's like what is this self-love stuff like you know what's this all about and you know, it sounds a bit waffly. And I mean, I thought the same thing. I was like, you know, why am I going to, why am I going to sit down and do all this sort of stuff? Like I would, like I said, I've always been into personal development. Like I, you know, when I went to uni and I studied psychology, like I've, you know, I would spend my school holidays as a teenager going to like business development and like personal development events <laughs> for teenagers. And yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but really changing it into intentional healing or intentional growth so I always start my day with something to help my mind. So whether it is starting, like I always try and start with gratitude. I say try because I'm human and sometimes I forget and I wake up in a bad mood. Like, I'm, like I don't know why. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> no, no. But, but what I do is I'll catch it and I'll notice it. And so I'll do something to help my mind. So whether it is meditation, whether it is journaling, whether it is literally just looking at things around me and getting into that feeling of gratitude. It's not like, Oh yeah, I'm so grateful for that. It's like breathing in and going, Oh my gosh, I am so grateful. Like feeling it in your body. Like that's when, when when I'm talking about gratitude, like that's what I'm talking about. I'm not just like, Oh, I'm so grateful for that. Um, hashtag grateful. And I'll always move my body as well. So whether it's like, Like this morning, I was like, I don't really feel like I'm doing a workout. I've done, not my quota, but I've, you know, my normal workouts (laughs) for the week. And um, I was like, oh, I'll just do 10 minutes of movement. So it's like, sometimes I'll put on music. This morning I did just 10 minutes of vinyasa yoga and that, like, that's it. And I know that's like very simple and that's all it needs to be. Very simple. Like, I think we overcomplicate it and we go, it's too hard. I I don't have time, or yeah, or I can't be bothered. Or, and when you have those thoughts coming up, those excuses of like, I can't be bothered, or I don't have time, or what's the point? That's when we need it most.
0: Yes, like hands
1: down. If if you're ever going through, yeah, and I always notice if I go, if I try and if my brain, if I'm going through like a you know, you know, really like wild time in my personal life. The last thing I feel like doing is meditating, is journaling, is feeling grateful, you know, but it's when we need it most and it always, like it always works, whether it's, whether it's a little bit or a lot, nothing bad ever comes of it, like only good ever comes of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just a snippet of things. (laughs) I could go on. I'm like... sure you could go on. Just like the other thing as well that I will just add on that is creating awareness around thoughts. Like when you can start to have awareness around what your mind is actually up to, that's when you can start to change it. Because whenever you're noticing... And I always do this. Like, you know, my mind will creep in and go, you know, with not nice thoughts sometimes. And it's like, oh, hang on. Where did that come from? And bringing it into a space of actually what feels good is that thought serving me or is it not serving me and how can I change it? What's my new belief around that? So the more awareness throughout the day and the more time that you can add in, like just simply being present, like with whatever you're doing, whether it's a conversation, whether it's talking to, you know, talking to someone on social media, whether it is, you know, doing a Facebook live, I do a lot of those and you know, whatever you're doing, when you are aware and present with that moment that's when like magic shifts begin to happen
0: yeah Mm. totally Mm. it definitely seems that being present is something we struggle with and it's Mm -hmm. it's super cliche but actually those 10 minutes in the morning totally Mm. change the whole course of your day Mm -hmm. even though like you say when, I mean, I'm not a morning person. So rolling out of bed first thing, the last thing I want to do is any of those good things. You just <laughs> but, but Nothing bad ever happens. That's the thing. Only yeah. good comes of it.
1: Only and I actually feel it.
0: like when you, like it is the ultimate act of self-love, isn't it? To actually prioritize yourself first thing in the morning yeah. before you reach for your cell phone to say yeah. what everyone else wants from you yeah. and read your emails and see social media and compare yourself to everyone else 10 minutes a day yeah. of whatever it is i mean mm-hmm. meditation is so powerful and and because i feel like days that like it's actually become a bit of a thing in our house that we can actually tell based on what happens during the day if we've meditated or not like you could mm-hmm. gauge it without even yeah. knowing so yeah. like stevie and i will yeah even 10 minutes in the morning it it's like it slows everything down yeah. so even though well, it makes you more present so you can you're just as impactful and effective if not more mm-hmm. but it feels like it's more manageable and like yeah. you're more in control you're more grounded yeah and it's 10 minutes yeah so it's like that's, a magic trick it, that's, <laughs> yeah it mm-hmm. is and I think that's one thing that this thing of oh we don't have enough time to do any of these things but it's like but it actually creates more time for you
1: yeah yeah and the other thing as well is when we're like in terms of self-love and for anyone who's going through that you know the comparison like comparisonitis of constantly and whether it's like for you know in whatever capacity like we're always as humans because we notice other people and you know similarities and, and that sort of thing we we're constantly given opportunity to compare ourselves to to whatever and whoever and for you know whatever reason but when we can master our mind and when we can master like you said like being in that grounded energy through starting the day or whether you just like come back to your own awareness throughout the day and do like a 2 minute meditation or something you're bringing back the almost like the power of where your attention is going because if you if you're giving i always say it's like giving your power away because whenever you're looking to other people to tell you how to feel about yourself You're literally giving your power away. So the really powerful thing that meditation brings, not only for my life, but for so many, you know, so many people that we talk to every day, those that have mastered their mind and able to look within and almost like compare within instead. And not even compare, I don't like that word compare, for this, but like look within for guidance and for groundedness and for being able to manage whatever is on our plate, then again like yeah it's such a beautiful beautiful tool that I think like every single human without exception needs
0: yeah totally I think that's something huge that you've done for me as well I don't think I know is learning to celebrate things Mm, as you go like even I've, I've resisted so much you'd be like wow you've done this and I'm like yeah but you know what is wrong with you Monica come on like we should be we should be so excited about this and I guess that's where the comparison word would be okay it's actually comparing how I've just responded to something how I've just behaved as opposed Mm. to how I would have done that even three months ago yes like comparing it to your your past self and being like whoa I never would have done that before I'm yeah I wouldn't yeah. have even had that in me to
1: do that before. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, getting into that flow of celebration. And what I love about it as well is when you're celebrating your own success and your own progress, you're bringing your, again, you're your in your energy field and you're looking within for things to celebrate as opposed to like comparing or judging or anything like that. When you can look within and go, oh, my God, I'm so proud of myself for doing that. Or, you know, celebrating every single thing That <laughs> is like... Yeah. Plus, it's fun. Like, who doesn't like celebrating? Everyone loves celebrating. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) But then that's the other thing as well. Like, I'm so glad that you brought that up. because So many people go, oh my gosh, like, why am I celebrating? For example, like, you know, often, you you said as well, like, I'm handling this situation in a different way than I would have two months ago, three months ago that's worth celebrating because so often when we're looking at like self love and personal development and growth and becoming a better person, we, we look for tangible results and when we can't see tangible results, we go, what's the point? And I remember doing this in my, like the first year of sobriety for me was really challenging, like really, really challenging. And when I, when I started to celebrate not the tangible results, but the internal stuff, that was, again, that was another pivotal moment in realizing how to love myself even more. Mm-hmm. Like, rather than looking, but, but those things of like how you handle a situation or what you thought in, you know, in a particular situation, even, even those things, even though we can't see them just yet, when we can notice them and have the awareness of what's going on inside of us and celebrate that when we, that'll allow us to continue on our path when we're often going, why am I doing this again? Like, what's the point? And the tangible results come after that. Yeah. 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 But I feel like, isn't that
0: the most exciting thing? I feel like, okay, yeah, anyone can do things, but to actually overcome your own like struggles as the most exciting part. Like even as in terms of like when I was a teenager, for example, I remember this so well, I was dating this real loser, like real loser who was like, my, like my, you know, but one of those guys that was all mind games and you know, like to make me mm. feel insecure. Aww. And I remember, um, I was texting him and I like slammed my phone down into the table and my mom was like, what's wrong? And I said, Oh, and I like, you know, said some not very nice words or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, you always would have got sad before. You just got angry. And oh. I was like, oh, and I never forgot that of being like, you know what? Even the fact that I got angry meant that I was starting to actually show up for myself.
1: Yeah. You know, like
0: believe yeah. that I deserve better. That's why yeah. I got angry instead of sad, instead of punishing myself for not being yeah. good enough. I was like, yeah. who do you think you are that you could treat me like that? Standing your
1: ground.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like these, these are the most exciting moments. Like when you say no to someone and you mean no, mm. you know? Yeah. And it's, like, it, and it's not in a nasty way, but just in a no, this is my boundary. I don't actually yeah. want to come for that thing. I yeah. don't want to volunteer three hours for free as a photographer in yeah. this particular situation, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, no thanks, I'm not available. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it liberates you. And yeah. then it makes you feel so good because you've had your own back. Yeah. And you've actually yeah. said what you meant So there's this like integrity thing And then I feel like self-worth and confidence must go hand in hand Because oh. as, your, yeah, as your confidence grows Then you believe in yourself more And then it's like you just go up and up and up
1: Yeah, yeah And that's the whole thing as well like, And people pleasing comes into that so massively as well And like it's, it's like we're taught as we grow up That no is a bad thing And so we're constantly looking for yeses Whereas like when we can master the art of no and really understand that no is equal to yes. Like there is no energetic difference between our personal yes and our personal no. Like our no is always so loaded with an, as a negative thing and our yes is always like, yeah, it's a positive thing. But if you're constantly like putting your worth in others' opinions because you're worried what they'll think of you and you're constantly saying yes when you really mean no, that's the like, would be one of the first places when it comes to self-love and actually stepping up and rising and creating your own confidence and creating your own sense of true worthiness, like deeper, deeper, deeper worthiness, learning the difference between yes and no and how to say no. Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like everything that we've been talking about already like, just in this conversation <laughs> is Oh, if people implement this, and this is another thing as well like when we hear information, we go, Oh, yeah, that's really cool, but we often don't do anything about it. And so it's just information, it's just a theory, it's just a concept, you know, Oh, self love, that's nice, or Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so yeah. it's when we actually implement it. And yeah, if people implement all the things that we've been discussing, like I would love to hear from from you guys, because <laughs> like, it's yeah, there's so much magic. But yeah, you've been through it as well yourself, Monica. Like really shifting into true self love and true self worth and true confidence, as opposed to the surface level Instagram worthy self love.
0: Totally yes, yeah. and I I notice it all the time, like because I think we we think that self love is selfish mm. and it's such a backwards thing. And because, and then we, you know, we have all the cliche quotes and everyone rolls their eyes and it's like, but they are true. Like, especially (laughs) you've got to serve from the overflow. Right. There it is. Cliche number one. Um, But it's like, even like today with my, you know, clients coming in and it's Mm -hmm. like, in order for me, like they are going to mirror what I show them. Mm -hmm. So if I show up as powerful and confident and happy and radiant, they mm-hmm. are going to give me that back, which means that I can then capture and show it back to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm part, as part of my role in being able to capture their beauty, I have to do it first. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it works. It's like we have to do it first. And so it's not selfish for me to spend time building myself up and learning to love myself properly mm-hmm. in order to help others do the same. It's yeah. part of it. It's step yeah. one. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's yeah. like, where does this, where do these beliefs come from? That, that looking after ourselves first makes us selfish. It's such a backwards belief.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the praise of, so I don't know, it's, like, it's very much a cultural thing, isn't it, of praising people when they're giving, 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 even though they're probably burnt out, not, you know, not living their best life because they're just giving, giving, giving from an empty cup but for some reason we glamorize that as a culture, as a society. And I really think one of the most powerful things we can do, especially as women, and like, I'm not yet a mother, but I know that the work that I'm doing on myself now is going to benefit my children and their children and you know, their children and it's going to flow down. Cause like when we can live in a world where we are always showing up as our best self, Because we've done the work on ourselves, we've taken the time to get to know ourselves, to get to love ourselves. How much more love there will be in the world. So much. much. (laughs) (laughs) Like when we're all showing up because we love ourselves and we're able to give to other people from that overflow, from that true love. Yeah, it's, I'm really excited to see that day. Maybe I won't see it, but my, I'm sure my, my grandchildren or my great-grandchildren <laughs> might see it, hopefully.
0: Yeah, well, hey, that's the thing. We can do this one step at a time.
1: Yeah, yeah. one person <laughs> yeah. at a time and starting with ourselves.
0: Totally. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So in, in your work, how do you find the correlation between you know, results in life and business and self-love?
1: Oh, they like parallel, like the more, and I always say like, yes, I'm a leadership and wealth coach and I help people scale to five figure months and create amazing results in their life and align with their purpose and create a magnificent impact in the world. 90% of what I do is working on the very person. So working on the leadership, working on the self love within in whatever way that looks like. Like mm. self-love, I really feel like the, the reason that I try not to say like, love yourself, you know, self-love. Cause what is it? It's an energy. It's like, yes, it's the word to describe the energy. But when you ask like, what is love?
0: Mm.
1: It's infinite. And so the work that I do, like I always say, it's like 90% the inner stuff. And I like, in order to grow, We've also got to dig because in order to grow to new levels of success, to new levels of what we're calling in, of who we're stepping into, the movement that we're going to be leading, we also need to know our blind spots. We need to, we, you know, strengthen our our amazing, what we're already amazing at, and become even better leaders, even better people. And through that. After, after that is when the results, the, the monetary and the financial will flow and will show. So it's like, to me, and in, in this new paradigm, this new, new conscious business that we now operate in, to me, I don't believe that you can have one without the other.
0: A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely seems like people are waking up to this now.
1: Yeah. But again,
0: it's like such a process of unlearning the old Mm -hmm. way, which was just hustle, hustle, Mm -hmm. hustle, work Mm -hmm. hard and you'll get the rewards. And it's like, I know for me, this was such a bit, like, I was like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but why aren't things happening? Oh, well, I'm exhausted. When was the last time you slept properly? Oh, about Mm -hmm. four years ago. Um, When was the last time you had fun? Oh, what's that? You know? like Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm covered in goosebumps as you're saying that. I'm just going to touch on that quickly because <laughs> I love this so much. Yes. Like, especially like whether, whether you're starting a business, whether you're starting a family, like whatever it is, people get so caught up in the growth aspect and the, the seriousness of it. But we forget that when we're having fun, when we're in the state of pleasure and joy and like really looking at the, the beautiful things around us and focusing on the beautiful things, and in that energy, we are literally showing up in even higher capacity than if we are stressed, burnt out, working our butts off, and hustle, hustle, hustle. Like when we can sit in that energy of fun, things flow so much better. No matter what we're doing. Like obviously, I'm relating it to like yeah, to business or relationships or anything. But it doesn't take away from the work, that the, the challenges that we that we face but when we balance it with a healthy dose of fun and play and pleasure and joy then uh, yeah again it's like gonna take take whatever we're doing to whole new heights so yeah.
0: Yay, yeah fun and I feel like <laughs> this is this is such a practice like mm-hmm. this I'm still learning this but mm-hmm. it's oh same <laughs> yeah, Like 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 yeah. um, you know like every time I have this thing of I can't rest because I have to do this. I'm like, but do you have to do this? Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. no, actually I could like give that to someone else or I could Mm -hmm. do that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But I love um, this post that you put on Facebook a little while ago of you and your husband going surfing first thing Monday morning. Um, (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it's it's so good because it's something I so relate to. Like Mm -hmm. the days that I, sit at my piano and my fat pants instead of you know sitting in my office mm-hmm. I, often the days I'll pick up my phone and I'll have three emails from new clients yeah if yeah Like, and I haven't actually done anything other than nurture my own self yeah you know yeah it's like yeah, <laughs> magic, it's like right. magic but yeah yeah but it's so against what we what we're taught which is yeah. just like 40 hours a week and yeah. done. it's like but it, no <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but no, and it's so funny because there's a difference between like what I got asked this yesterday is like, what's the difference between working hard and seeing results and just like having fun all the time. And I think that's a really personal, like to each individual is finding your own balance. Like there's no, there's no one, one way fits all or one size fits all when it comes to showing up in a really disciplined manner in terms of getting the work done and like, especially when you're looking at scaling a business, like actually showing up and doing the work balanced with a really awesome amount of fun and integrating fun into everything that you're doing. Like yeah. bringing the two together rather than being like, no, I'm going to work hard and be serious right now. And then I'm <laughs> going to have fun, like bring fun into every single moment. And like for me going surfing on a Monday morning is like <laughs> the epitome <laughs> of entrepreneurship, like freedom. But then I also do, like, you know, sometimes I'll be working to midnight to get things done that I really yeah. want to because it's bringing me pleasure to get that done, yeah, to bring more magic into the world. Like, <laughs> it's the balance. such
0: yeah. a beautiful balance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So another question. Okay. In terms of, now, because this is something that I've noticed with a lot of other coaches, is that there's a real emphasis on ignoring the past. And, like, looking forward, right? And you're like, okay. But I know that the work that I've done with you, the the biggest shifts that I've noticed has been from dealing with things that I have pushed down and did not want to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in terms of, like, moving forward and self-love and and really becoming your most impactful self, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how important is that, in your opinion, to actually go back and heal the past?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like... I wouldn't be where I am and my clients like would not be where they are without this. Like for me it's a, a, a crucial part because like so our brains develop it's such you know, everything that we we learn about ourselves, about the world, happens in our prime developmental years between the ages of zero and 12, but primarily between the ages of zero and seven. And even more so, the eight, like up until you know, four years old, when our brains are so new as a newborn and we're just collecting all the information around us and subconsciously we're developing these neurological pathways of how we show up and operate in the world. And so if we are brought up in a space where, especially like I'll just use money as an example, okay, this is something I you know, talk about a lot. So if we are brought up in a household where there is a lot of stress or a lot of arguments around money, like this is my, was my upbringing, lots of arguments, very, very stressful times in our household because of money problems or arguing about money or um, you know, a lot of energy going into that, my brain taught me that money equals stress, okay, because of what I had. I wasn't born like that, and we're never born with these beliefs. But if I didn't heal that, then I would probably still be thousands of dollars in debt and not where I am financially in my business and in my life. And when we can understand why we have – in fact, we don't even need to necessarily know why or where it's come from, but it is very helpful in – totally changing our beliefs and our thought patterns. Like if I constantly, like when, if I constantly said to you, like, you're doing that wrong, you're doing that wrong, you're doing that wrong, you're doing that wrong. Your brain's automatically going to think, oh my God, I'm doing this wrong. Whereas if you were going to say like, you're doing such a great job at that. You're doing so amazing. You're so wonderful. You're so magnificent. Look how awesome you are. Your brain's gonna pick up that belief as well. So, whatever we're taught to believe about ourselves from such a young age is what is primarily gonna be running our life because it's subconscious. It's not conscious that we're constantly going, oh, I'm bad at that, I'm bad at that, I'm bad at that. It's under the surface. So, we're going about life. Limiting our own potential because we haven't tapped into what is happening under the surface, which was created not from us but from our environment, from our surroundings, and from what was going on without our without our awareness of what we were actually adopting as mm-hmm. beliefs. So, yeah, inner child healing, like really loving and being the like being the parent or giving it, the child the love, giving your inner child the love that you know, that maybe you missed out on or that you wanted more of, or, you know, that is such a powerful, powerful tool that I use, you know, with, with every single one of my clients and it has profound, profound effects. Yeah, well, I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying that from experience. You, you tell me you've experienced what I'm like. <laughs> <child>? uh-huh.
0: Totally, <laughs> and this was weird. That's the thing because exactly like you, I've always been interested in personal development, for mm. the, at least for the last like ten years or so. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff that I've done has been very forward focused, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and it, but it's like there were always things that seemed to come up and I would sabotage, you know, in mm-hmm. all these different ways and. Okay, and then when you actually like start talking about things, and it's interesting as you go along how things just start popping out. Happen when you were a kid, mm-hmm. and you actually feel the way like ideas would just pop up and be in the forefront of my mind, mm-hmm. and it would make me feel sick. You know, mm-hmm. actually, like, oh, and then that that needed. To be here, stuff, so having myself enough to leave myself in that situation and like fully allow myself to feel it and like heal it and release it, which at the time does not feel so like like love, you know, it feels yeah. awful, it feels like yeah. punishment. but but it's like the big picture. And that's the thing about self-love. It's not all, it's not all easy stuff. It's like, no, no, love it's yourself. And it's very often not at yeah. all. It's not always going to the beach and going surfing on Monday morning.
1: No, <laughs> no, no. It's taken me a couple of years to get to that point. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that's um, so, so true as um, well. Is like that feeling of actually feeling emotions. And I think, You know, as children, like how much of our culture and how much of our society goes, oh no, you're sad. Oh no, don't cry. Don't, don't cry. Oh my God, it's the worst thing in the world if you cried. Oh, don't get angry. You know, suppress all your emotions, suppress all of that. For me, that led to addiction. Like I was addicted to alcohol and drugs because I didn't know how to express what I was feeling. I feel very deeply. And so part of my, the biggest, in fact, this is all coming to to memory now. The biggest thing about my healing journey in that first year was learning how to feel. As humans, we, we are, you know, some of us feel more than others and that's totally cool. But when we can learn how to feel, and often so, it means feeling things that we were never given a chance to feel at the time that it occurred. And that's like when we're talking about healing and self-love and releasing things and stepping into potential and stepping into truly understanding our beautiful worth and our beautiful capacity to love, not others, but ourselves as well comes through allowing ourselves to feel whatever, whatever we are needing to feel or whatever we're needing to release. So, yeah, it's um, huge. <laughs>
0: it's huge. Yeah, and yes, and that's something else that I noticed as well through our work was that I had so, so often minimized what had happened to me mm-hmm. and like minim, like just dismissed it. Oh, yeah, that yeah. happened, so what? And mm-hmm. when I actually went back in, I, I, I use the word horrific about a thousand times a day, but it's like, Mm -hmm. It was, that was the way that I actually honored myself and acknowledged, Uh whoa, that Mm -hmm. was huge, you know, Mm -hmm. and not, not as a way of being a victim and staying there, but as Mm -hmm. a way of actually saying that was, that was massive, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and so actually, yeah, like, in a, in a a way, like, celebrating myself for having come through that, you know, like, And I feel like that's what we do too. We minimize and we keep mm-hmm. things small. We push it down. And it's like, but sometimes you actually need to say, that was huge. That was yeah. actually horrific or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then from there you can feel it and cry it out and mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then move forward mm-hmm. and feel it like a lot lighter, so much lighter mm-hmm. when you realize yeah. how heavy it's actually been to carry.
1: Yeah yeah it's massive yeah. and I, I think as well like so often especially when we're going through really really challenging times or going through trauma like I don't know a human who hasn't gone through trauma, and so you know the the extent of that obviously is very very different and others less so than than others and more so and vice versa but i I really feel like you just said something so important to self love and like it's gonna it's the 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 difference between you know, living an okay life and living a really amazing, magnificent life is realizing that whatever has happened to you has happened. It's in the past, but it's actually happened for you. Yeah. So when you can find strength in that, and the word that you said was victim, and that is such a powerful understanding, when you can go, Oh my god, yeah, I'm suffering, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm hurting others because, you know, I'm suffering and, and it's not my fault because that was done to me and it was out of my control. You know, it's never our fault when things are, are done to us that are out of our control. In fact, you know, things will always be happening out of our control. But when we can go, okay, that happened to me and that was really, really unpleasant. In fact, you know, it's it's messed me up totally because of going through that. And this is like, I spent more than, you know, 13 years as a living and victim. Like I was like, "Oh, this happened to me and poor me and, and that, and then the moment, and that's why I talk about like responsibility of going, okay, I can't change the past. It's really not even pleasant to think about. It's really unfair, but you know what? I'm going to find gratitude and I'm going to take responsibility for my healing and for no longer, being a victim to my own mental state or to my own emotional state, I am now going to be empowered and healing and becoming even better because of it. Yeah.
0: Um, there we go. <laughs> Amazing. It's <laughs> gone circle now. So it's come all the way back around to being that it's all within you. The ability all to within. fully love yourself is all within you and it's nothing external at all.
1: Exactly. Yes. It's yeah. like accessible to every single one of us and that's the beautiful thing about being human <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah we can choose to take it or we can choose to leave it but if we choose to take it and do the like it's sometimes it is really 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 challenging to look within and get to know ourselves and go on that self-love journey but the rewards are like exponential <laughs> like you can't yeah. even put a price on it
0: totally and then I also feel like what's the alternative Like. I feel like there is, there is no plan B, right? It's like, just do it. Just, just, do, you know, it. Yep. just yeah. do it. Yeah. Because just otherwise, what, you're going to live like a half-life, basically. Yeah. yeah. Because the, self, the self-love stuff, especially for those of us who have, you know, massive goals and massive, and we know that we're called for big things and we're aware of it and we can see it. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's everything. If you mm-hmm. can't back yourself and believe in yourself, how are you going to get on that stage in front of 20,000 people? Mm-hmm. Or write the book. You know, mm-hmm. like how I, was, I actually had this massive aha moment yesterday where I was driving home and I was just thinking about, you know, all this, all the artists that I'd listened to on Spotify on the way home, mm. and how every single one of them, like I was so grateful that every single one of them had the courage to write down their thoughts, record it, and then put it out in front of the whole world. Mm. You know, yeah. like and yeah. we, but we minimize it, and I feel like we think that things are easier for other people mm. because you see yeah. Facebook, you see yeah. they're pretty podcast or whatever and you think oh yeah you do it because it's easy for you no yeah, it's not no it's just that there wasn't a plan b yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's it well there was but who wants to do that <laughs> like I could to be honest oh, yeah, like, exactly. my, my worst nightmare would be like r- arriving at the end of my life and looking back and being like oh no I can't believe I didn't take that opportunity 90 years ago (laughs) or you know because we're gonna live to like 150
0: (laughs) (laughs) at least yeah that's so funny that's mine as well my biggest fear is having a life of regret at the end yeah
1: yeah 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 Yeah. do the hard work now do the challenging stuff and reap the rewards like the rewards are yeah infinite (laughs) so cool
0: exactly okay Mm -hmm. awesome now as much as I could talk to you all day and I easily could
1: um, (laughs) such a good conversation
0: Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna ask you one more question and then I'd love it if you could tell us where we can find you and support you so the first question is if you could go back to 15 year old Libby and tell her one thing what would it be
1: Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me just, let me just <laughs> visualize it. Hmm. It would be compare yourself to yourself. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Compare yourself to yourself and listen to your heart and back your, like trust yourself, back yourself and stand up for yourself. Like learn to say no and it's okay to say no
0: yeah amazing
1: yeah cool Mm. awesome
0: well where can we all find you
1: so on instagram and on facebook libby wallace on instagram the handle is libby wallace light leader and on my website i'd love for you to come say hey it's libby com. awesome
0: and your website looks amazing too (laughs)
1: <laughs> thank you. My team's done such an amazing job.
0: <laughs> they have it looks so awesome. <laughs> so cool. Amazing.
1: Thank All you so awesome. much for having me. seems so oh, much fun. Thank
0: you. Honestly, I love this stuff so much. I oh, yeah. And yeah. I just love you so much and
1: Aww. everything that you've
0: done for me and for everyone else. So. Yeah, thank yes. You. Thank you so much, you. Rising. You, yeah.
1: <laughs> goddess is rising. <laughs>
0: that's the one totally all right well thank you and let's get you back on sometime
1: soon Woohoo! i would love that i'd be absolutely honored <sighs>
0: awesome yeah i was gonna say we could call it plan b but no we'll call it part b <laughs> <laughs> there is no
1: plan b <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. all right well all right. thank you so much
0: my friend i'll talk to you
1: soon i'll talk to you soon have an awesome day bye thanks
0: See you too <laughs> bye